Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of To The Point Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Noah Warren, and it's week 17 in the NFL. It's, uh, we're coming up New Year year, you know, playoffs. And I kicked off the show talking about, uh, kicked off To The Point talking about NFL with this guy. And by popular demand, he's back and he's ready to, he's not ready to talk about the Lions because we know they're not going to the playoffs, but he's ready to spit some fire here today. So uh, Adam Beers is back with me. Adam, uh, thank you for coming back on. Hey, thanks for having me, Jug. I, uh, I'm glad you're doing so well. No, I, I appreciate it. Um, any big New Year's plans for, uh, for you and Melissa and the kids? Well, not too, too much with the kids. They were at a sleepover last night for the first time, so that was pretty exciting for them. So tonight we'll, we have our nephews coming over, so we'll probably just lie low and make some more d'oeuvres and bring in the New Year that way. Nice. Yourself? Yeah, um, probably just watch Team Canada against Finland tonight. Hopefully uh, they can get a win. Haven't loved the way they played so far, but uh, uh, hopefully uh, they can get uh, get a win tonight, secure first place in their division, and then uh, hopefully grab a gold medal here Tuesday. Yeah, it'll be nice to see a competitive game. Yeah, it's been hard to watch. Like the Russia-Sweden played last night, and I powered myself through that. It ended at like 115, so – but I <laughs> – I couldn't go to bed, you know, but that, that was, that was a good game. But uh, yeah, I agree. Once you start seeing these good teams play each other, that's when the tournament really, really gets going. Yeah, I would agree. So NFL, we're going to talk, obviously break down the uh, playoff matchups, but I thought start off the podcast talking about Dwayne Haskins. And this guy has had quite a start to his career. He hasn't even played two full years left two full years yet. He's been cut now by the Washington football team this week. Uh, former 15th overall pick out of Ohio State, and he's just had a really troubled career. And uh, what, what are your initial thoughts, Adam, when you saw that he was released? Well, other than Alex Smith signing and Ron Rivera as the coach, it's probably the best decision Washington has made in years. Uh, it, it, it had to happen. He was essentially a problem from before they drafted him. Uh, if you recall draft night, when I think Daniel Jones went sixth to New York yep. he was on his phone and he was like laughing at the fact that they took Jones before him. So, I mean, he's been one problem after another, whether it's breaking the COVID regulations, whether it's um, taking selfies against the lions earlier this year. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. Case Keenum had to come onto the field and finish essentially the game. So I think when you get a player that is more problems than results, right? In this case, Haskins hasn't really produced anything. No, um, I think really you're you're not long for that league. There's too many, uh, too many dollars on the line, and you know Washington has been kind of a a hotbed of conversation anyway, like politically with their name and with yeah, their name. yeah. Uh, they have the Alex Smith feel good story of the year and Ron Rivera as well. So really, I say good riddance. And I would be doubtful if he ever gets another. Well, he'll get a crack. He'll get a crack. There's not going to be 29 teams after him. No. One or two. Yeah. To your point, it comes down to production and then tolerance on the other side. If you're if you're Michael Irvin and you're balling out, well, you can be the troublemaker. You can, you know, drink 100 beers a week and do whatever the hell he was doing in the 90s. But if you show up on Sunday and you're fantastic, well, you're going to put up with it. Like you said, Haskins got 12, team, 12 touchdowns, 14 interceptions for his career, completing under 60% of his passes. And the past five, two games, he's thrown five picks. I mean, he's he, – I don't – like the fact that – you think about it this way. He gets cut for Taylor Heineke. Like, <laughs> no, not Heineken, the beer. Like this is – Heineke, this guy who hasn't he's played one game in his NFL career for Carolina. And, you know, Alex Smith, who might play, might not play, we, we don't know yet. He's got 17 surgeries on the one leg, and you get cut with those two. Like, this just shows how badly it's gone for Haskins. Well, the thing you got to look at, too, is Washington was in a position to win the division. Last right? week, yeah. We can talk about the NFC East after, which is – it's really kind of an amazing division this year, but like they had an opportunity to win, solidify a playoff spot, give Smith time to heal for their playoff run. And he couldn't deliver. So there's only really 
30 jobs in the NFL as quarterback. And when you have an opportunity, you have to grab it, you, mm-hmm. you know, and if it means you don't go out or you don't, you know, get to go to the strip club, like Haskins was at, yeah. so be it. But I think sometimes for young players, this will be a learning opportunity. I think now that the paycheck's done, it might be enough to say, okay, you know, I'm going to, I got to refocus. But I, again, you go back to your buddy, Manziel. It didn't work yeah. for him. Like, and he tried to rejuvenate the career, but you get so few opportunities that it's, it's a multi, it's a billion dollar business. And really you don't have time for that intolerance. And like you said, no, I agree. If you're performing, they can turn a, a blind eye to it, but if yeah. you're not performing, then really you're just a distraction. No, I think Manziel is an apt analogy. And uh, another one is like Josh Gordon who played for with Manziel with the Browns at the time. He's been suspended three different times for PDs and drugs and he's drug addict at this point. And he's still, he was going to be reinstated last week, failed his drug test. I mean, you only get so many chances and for Haskins, you know, he doesn't have a drug problem or drinking problem that we know of, but you know, you go to a strip club after a game where you stink, that's one problem. Like maybe think about how you could get better, but your coach has just been battling with cancer and you know, however people look at COVID is I, everybody can have their opinion on it, but if there's rules that you have to follow, you, you gotta, you gotta think about the whole mass of people and not just think about yourself. And I think that's a really, that's a tough look for him with a team trying to sign him, you know, moving forward. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, you got to consider too, as you know, layman, you and I, I mean, it's, they're well-paid athletes, you know, this yep. is not something that, Oh geez, I, I can't do anything. And I'm making, $20,000 a year, like they're compensated for those things. And they're treated like, you know, celebrities everywhere mm-hmm. they go. So, I mean, the fact that he would risk Rivera in that sense, it's, it is, again, it's a sign of immaturity. It's a sign of entitlement. It's not, I don't think a player that you would want to follow in the locker room, you know, right. based on those actions, but yeah, it's, it should be interesting. I think he'll get another crack, but it's going to be a short leash whoever does have you heard any rumblings of where or who's I heard Carolina I heard Carolina as well which um is interesting because they got Teddy Bridgewater under contract there but I think it'll be a team that is no good this year you know maybe honestly Adam it might be better for him to go to a good organization where he can sit behind sit behind somebody um first thing that comes to mind is Pittsburgh I think you get somebody to sit behind Ben for next year, you know, see what a pro does week in, week out, maybe Houston where you can sit behind Deshaun and just, you know, watch him light up the league while he goes to strip clubs or whatever he wants to do. But um, I, I, it's, I think I agree with you. He'll get a crack, but whether, whether he like processes what he did wrong and realizes, you know, the immaturity is another thing because losing the job doesn't always uh, doesn't always point out the, the wrinkles in your game and in yourself because Manziel never learned. Right. I, I might argue, I don't know. I think you know more obviously about Manziel than I do, but I think he was from a wealthy family. He was, he came, so yeah. Money. Hired a upper middle checks, class for sure. Yeah. And when the checks dry up, you know, for Haskins, I mean, that's a pretty big, realization you go from one week you're at the strip club throwing dollar bills around hundred dollar bills probably and then the next week you're unemployed yeah so it, it should be a wake-up call and again to kind of go full circle back to josh gordon the reason he got so many chances was he was talented he was supremely talented yeah so i don't see any talent in this guy yet so i mean he's his leash is going to even be shorter than a guy like Josh Gordon, they're not going to give him seven, eight tries because I don't think he's the supreme talent. And maybe, you know, we'll eat our words and he'll, you know, turn his career around and become a, you know, a veteran, you know, presence in the room. But from what we've seen now and based on, I usually say the best indicator of future behavior is past behavior. So I think, you know, good luck, whoever signs him. Yeah, no, uh, buyer beware for sure. Um, yeah, he's shown nothing to this point and, when Danny, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones has outplayed you in a draft class, you should really uh, reconsider life because that's uh, it's not a high bar. <laughs> and when he has an open field, look out. Yeah, yeah. well, he, he'll get a good stride, but he'll fall before he, you know, before he can get there. 
Uh, um, let's go. So today in the podcast, I thought we'd just go through the, uh, the playoff teams in each conference and just kind of give you an update of who they're playing and the, the top storylines for them heading into, heading into the week 17 this weekend. So let's start with Kansas City. 14 and one, they've locked up the number one seed. But the really interesting thing for me, Adam, is they're resting Mahomes this week. So that means that he'll get two weeks of rest because they're number one seed. They'll get uh, the bye week during wildcard weekend. I would, he'd be starting at least a half if I was the coach. What are your thoughts about him not playing at all this week? Well, again, he's, he's a hundred million dollar asset. Um, I do kind of agree with you that he should play, keep the rhythm, but what happens if he does get hurt? And I know it's, I mean, they're professional athletes. They, they're paid to play. They want to play. But I don't really know. I haven't come to a determination about that. It's hard. Do you sit your starters? Do you not? Do you give them the rest? Do you, you know, football is such a, a brutal sport. And I'm sure they're all have nagging injuries. Um, that would be a tough call. I'd have to really think about it, but I would probably go with Andy Reid and I would probably sit him. I think he's good enough that he can come in cold. He's not a guy like, I don't know, uh, let's say if Carson Wentz was on a hot streak, you want to keep him playing because yeah. you don't know when the bubble's going to burst. But I think Mahomes needs three or four snaps uh, in, in the game and he's back. That's that's how I think, but yeah, I just, I look at their offense the past couple weeks and I just haven't seen it be that great. I mean, that Atlanta game, Oh, I mean, the, that game scared me for Kansas city because I know they're 14 to one, but I just haven't seen a, a great team. They let a lot of teams hang around, which concerns me come playoff time. And I just want it. I would want it clicking on all cylinders heading in as much as I can. And I agree with your point that he can come in cold you know, I think Aaron Rodgers can do the same thing in the NFC. Um, but I just think for their offense as a whole, I think it would be better to get some continuity, get some points this weekend against the Chargers and make, make, feel a little bit better heading into, uh, heading into the playoffs. Now, hypothetically, what happens if they start them and, and they lose that game? You know, could that, are the repercussions there? Mm-hmm. You know, fluke or they're not, you know, they're not running on all cylinders, as he said. They go in, Chargers beat them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like that scenario either. You know, right. it's, I don't know. I think Mahomes can do it. I don't really see, we'll talk about it later, but I don't see any teams that are really like, that there should be that fearful of, you know, so far. But I would probably give him the rest if I had to, to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Proven, he's a winner. They've done it before. You know, I try, good coaching. They're an all-star team in a lot of aspects. But yeah, I I, I don't have a big issue with him sitting him at all, to be honest. Yeah. He'd be playing. He'd be playing if it was me, but that's just, <laughs> I like to nitpick. So that's, that's just my, that's just me. Um, number two seed right now is the Buffalo Bills. Now they can lock up the two seed in the AFC with a win this weekend. Pittsburgh is also 12 and three. So it, it would depend on that game. Buffalo playing Miami this weekend. So a big game for both teams. We'll get to Miami as we go down the list, but Buffalo, the biggest threat to Kansas city for you. No question. I think, I think in the whole NFL for me, Me Uh, the more I watch them, the more I absolutely love them. Um, That the acquisition of digs, you can't say about that. Allen's coming to his own. And I, I think if like Mahomes wasn't in the league, like this guy would be on a pedestal. Like he's kind of not underrated, but he's certainly, you know, can you see that on the screen? Yeah, you're good. <laughs> All right, I'll get that. <laughs> Should have did the updates before. Yeah. Um, that being said, yeah, I, I like them. I think they're a threat. And I don't know what they're going to do this weekend because based on if they win or not, doesn't it change who they play in the playoffs? What yeah, is- so with a win this weekend, they'll get the two seed and they'll play the seventh team. So uh, as of right now, that would be Cleveland in the playoffs. With a with a loss and a Pittsburgh win, they dropped a three. So they're gonna play. They're gonna play their starters because they need the win to lock up the two seed. So Allen, Diggs, and Co. will play. Will play this weekend. Because if they dropped a three, do they play the Ravens? They would play. Yep. As of right now, that's who they play. Yeah. Well, I'd rather play Cleveland. Yeah. Me too. Even yeah, um, Miami can get up there too, can't they? Some yeah, Miami. Miami to start the weekend is fifth. 
but they it's it will get well, as we go down we'll talk about it. it's a okay. cluster you know what when it comes to this the nfl more than any other sport they do such a good job at making the last weekend so enjoyable and there's so many different options that can happen this weekend it's just going to be great theater yeah it'll be awesome great couch day <laughs> um so yeah i agree with you on buffalo i mean Diggs. Diggs is the best acquisition of the off season. I don't think it's even, you know, DeAndre Hopkins in Arizona has been great too, but just the connection that Allen and Diggs have just seems so genuine. And Diggs last year just wasn't having fun playing football with first cousins. And uh, he, he just looks reinvigorated and, you know, he's playing against on Monday night against the Patriots against JC Jackson, one of the better corners in football. And he torched them for 150 yards and three touchdowns. Like he just made them. They're talking on the telecast, how he was a pro bowl snub. And he's just like, well, you're like my little brother. Now he just, he took him apart. I, that was enjoyable to watch the Patriots get hammered. Oh, <laughs> never enjoy that. Yeah. That wasn't much of a, yeah. I mean, Buffalo beating them that bad in, in new England, 34 to nine, that, that that was that was impressive, even with New England not being a great team. I still think going in there and beating them like that shows Buffalo has kind of moved past the second class citizen in that division, and I think they they started to insert themselves as you know a favorite here. Yeah, they're definitely the real deal, no question. Um, yeah, and also news on Buffalo, they've been approved to have fans. So next weekend, Bills Mafia, uh, I think it's about seven thousand people are going to be allowed into the stadium. So tables, ladders, and chairs, a lot of, you know, who the hell knows? I think this could get bad because you know the Bills fans as much as I do. The people that aren't allowed in are not going to take that well, and they'll be jumping fences. Like, I think this could this could be good good theater before the game. Could be the ancient Roman Coliseum. They're going yeah. to to get in. Yeah. Who, I, you can't blame them. They've been waiting for so long. Yeah, you know, 95. Let's let's get it going. You know the Bills are kind of those one of that that fan bases like Cleveland's fan base that just are craving. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? A championship, and it's. I mean, this is really this is the best year they've had in, you know, twenty years to, yeah. to, to acquire one. So I can't say I blame them. I'd love to be in the stadium too, but uh, yeah, definitely get the get the wrestling rings out because they're they're a wild they're a wild fan base for sure. Yeah. Um, three C, like I mentioned, same record, same record as the bills. We got the Steelers. Um, they're playing against Cleveland. So a big game for Cleveland and Pittsburgh in a sense, Pittsburgh with a win could possibly get second with a loss. They're, they're going to be third because Tennessee's 10 and five, nobody can catch them. So they've, they've already announced that big Ben is not playing. He's resting. Mason Rudolph is going to get the start. Uh, what do you make of this decision? They can lock out the two seed, yet they choose really not to not to go for it. If they get into the two position, do mm-hmm. they play the Browns? Is that or that? It's it's such such chaos that it might not be the Browns there. No, it, we we can say the Browns right now, but it's it it it, uh, it comes down to this weekend and how things shake out. Right. So I would say in that sense, that I would say Tomlin would say, look, it doesn't matter who we're going to play. If we're going to get through kind of the AFC, we have to go through everybody so really Ben take the rest I think he needs not necessarily a physical rest but I think he's got to get his head on straight big Mm -hmm. Ben to get get something going here um I'm not opposed to it with with big Ben especially because he is older um and you you let the chips fall as they may and you never know who you're going to play so I'm not really opposed to it um but Again, if you knew, if you won, you play the Dolphins, for example, I would say, well, I would be gunning for the Dolphins as opposed to, let's say, the Ravens or what have you. Right. So, but again, it depends where the chips fall and, and how it goes. But I, I can understand why they're doing it. If I understand why they're doing it with Mahomes, you know, it's the same. If It should be more with Big Ben based on his age and kind of where he's at in his game right now. Yeah, I also get it in a sense. Right now, if, if the season ended this way, Pittsburgh will be playing Baltimore, um, which is interesting. They, they beat them both times, but the second time Lamar wasn't playing in Baltimore, since he came back fr- from having COVID-19, he's looked like the MVP of last season. He's been, he's been nothing short of spectacular. And if I'm Pittsburgh, I do not want Baltimore, even if it, even 
a division game again, third time. I still, I'd rather, I agree with you. I'd, I'd rather have Cleveland or Miami. And I probably, I think you can play Ben a half and the Bills game is happening at the same time. So say you see the Bills beating Miami by 14, maybe you sit them, you know, you can kind of, you can kind of watch this, watch the clock of the other games and see where it's at and kind of gauge it that way. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea. That's definitely not a bad idea. But if I recall correctly, Noah, you were hating on the Ravens the last time we spoke. Uh, yeah. I, was. yeah. <laughs> I think you're back on the Raven band. Well, I, I still think John Harbaugh is a hero. Uh, and I, I don't wish him that well, but um, he's a crybaby. But, you know, him and Sidney Crosby are in that group together, I guess. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't put them down. They play great football. So, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie and say they've, they've been bad when they've been good. So, but no, you're you're 100 right. The last time, they were hot garbage. So I had to say it. But <laughs> since since I mean, and it's all you know they've beaten the game against Cleveland. That Monday night game was phenomenal. I don't know if you caught some of that. That was one of the best football games of the year, maybe the best one. Yeah. Since then, they've beaten Cincinnati and the Giants and Jacksonville. So it hasn't exactly been you know murderers row. But, you know, they've handled their business. And if they beat Cincinnati this weekend, they'll, they'll be in the playoffs. Yeah. And you can only play who's in front of you. Like that's, yeah. you know, the schedule is the schedule. And if, oh, well, they only beat Jacksonville. Well, I mean, that's who's in front of them. So you got to yeah. give them. And I agree. I've always said from the beginning, like, that's a team I don't want to see in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Baltimore. And like, I think they are, again, Buffalo is the biggest threat. But I would say, like, don't sleep on Baltimore at all. Yeah. So Pittsburgh, like we said, probably going to finish third here with Rudolph, Eugenie Bouchard's boyfriend behind center. Um, hopefully he plays better football than she does tennis. Um, but the next four, five, six, seven in the AFC is such an interesting because it's a log jam. Tennessee, Miami, Baltimore, and Cleveland, if the season ended today, would be in the playoffs. And they're all, yep. ten, they're all 10 and 5. So none of them have clinched a playoff spot yet. Because Indy is the eight seed outside looking in right now. They're at 10 and five. So let's, I'll start with Tennessee for you, Adam. They're 10 and five. They play Houston this weekend. That, does that seem like a win to you? It's a win, but it's not going to be an easy one. Uh, I would say that I think Tennessee, I like the way they play. Again, how can't you like Henry? Um, mm-hmm. I think their experience, they had that playoff experience from last year. I yeah. think they, they trust each other. I think they'll get the win i don't think it'll be an easy win but i definitely think that they'll get the win this week um in terms of to me the weakest team currently in is miami and i think possibly mm-hmm. indy again rivers has kind of ha- hasn't been playing that well of late but i mean that's why they signed him is for a game like this week to hopefully yep. put them the edge if they win are they in indy or do they uh, no do they so this how, this how it works if tennis if tennessee Indy needs somebody of those of those four teams to lose. Okay. So say Tennessee lost, um, Indy wins, they win the division. So they'd finish fourth. Okay. Um, if Tennessee wins, Indy wins, and they get a Miami, Baltimore, or Cleveland loss, Indy gets in. Okay. So it's gonna it's, be it's it's a clusterfuck. Like it <laughs> it's um so Tennessee, I agree. I think they'll be, I think, I agree. I think Houston is a division game and they're not going to want to let them win easily because just of pride and Houston's not a good team, but I think they'll give a good effort. Division games are always closer than, you know, they should be just because it's a division and they seem to have a better effort. Um, but yeah, I think Tennessee will probably win that. They'll finish fourth in the AFC with a win there, finish 11 and five. So at 10 and five, fifth seed right now the Miami Dolphins they're playing at Buffalo they need to win they need to win to make the playoffs or hope that Indy loses to Jacksonville so what are your thoughts on Miami against Buffalo in Buffalo I don't like it who's starting I would say oh see there's the problem uh if I wanted that win I'd start Fitzy Mm -hmm. I Sorry, he's a Buffalo. He played in Buffalo. He knows the cold. He's got that veteran presence. He's got the coolness. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. The, Tua is a mistake. And I mean, I think there comes a point where you got to admit it's been a mistake. Uh, if they could go back in time and do the draft again, do you think they're taking Tua? No, but I don't think he's a mistake yet. I think that's, I think you're, I think you're reaching there. Really? He's played one year in the league. Oh, I don't know. Peyton Manning uh, looked like a mistake his first year in the league. Troy Aikman yeah, looked well, like a mistake. Oh, Aikman looked like a mistake. Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, listen, I'll give you that, but uh, we'll, we'll come, we'll reconvene. He could, he could be a bust, but I just think I, I would start Fitzy too. Don't get, I, uh, to me, I don't know why he was benched. It didn't make any sense. No, well, cause it's the pressure. It's there. Yeah. Again, you got to look at it sometimes as a business. It's a product that they're selling, right? Yeah. In Miami, they've been, you know, tank for Tua. And it's mm-hmm. been Tua for the last couple of years, and that's all they've talked two or three years they've been talking about it, talking about it. Now he's there. I mean, he doesn't have the receivers he had in Ohio State. Like, to me, that was peak Tua in, in college. Mm-hmm. Like, that, I haven't seen anything initially. You know, his first when he played against Arizona, that was a good, good yep, game. Yeah, that was his best game for sure. Other than that, he's like, I don't know. I'm, he hangs on to the ball too long, and he's afraid because – like you said about they're so open in college and you got to throw people open in the NFL and Fitz knows how to do that. Yeah. So I would say if they wanted a chance, they have to start Fitzy and I would say he's on a two is on a short leash. However. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Brian Flores did mention that he said, we're going to use a uh, Fitzy like a ninth inning closer. He said, if, if we need to go to the bullpen, we will without hesitation. Okay. But the problem with doing that against the Bills is the Bills can build such a lead on you early, and then it doesn't matter. Yeah. If you're down two scores in the second half, you're not coming back against the Bills. Well, they they come in waves. Like it doesn't yeah. stop. You no. Know? So I two in the cold. Good. I don't know. I yeah. think it's going to be a mess. But I mean, maybe, maybe. But if if it was Fitzy, I would say you know what they got a chance if the defense can hold up and they can get a couple of turnovers and kind of mm-hmm. keep the game close. Yeah. Um, but if two is going to get the start, I'm, I think they're out of the playoffs. I think this is it for them. Yeah. It's definitely, they definitely have the toughest game this weekend when it comes to making the playoffs. But another good thing I think the NFL did was schedule all division games the last weekend. I think that's the smartest thing to do. And other teams should adopt it later in the season because it sets up for really interesting matchups that have uh, playoff implications. Um, six, we mentioned them already, but Baltimore, they play Cincinnati. You see them cruising. Yeah. No problem. Is Lamar starting? Yeah. Yeah. That's put in the Br- way. Brandon Allen. He's, he's hot. Cincinnati. <laughs> I'll take that bet if you'd like to make the way. No, I'm not making that bet. <laughs> I'm not betting on anybody in Cincinnati. Yes. No Reds, no, no Bengals, nothing. He's the only safe bet. Cincinnati. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Lamar by himself with no O line against Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we got in the seventh spot, Cleveland. We mentioned they're playing Pittsburgh, but without Big Ben. Do you think they get back? They get a win and book uh, punch their ticket to the playoffs? Well, my only I, my only it's Cleveland. They always yeah. mess. You know, yeah. whether it's the wide receivers sitting in the hot tub, you know, in week 16 and not being able to play because they all have been COVID. Know, yeah. yeah. Come, it, Cleveland always manages to screw it up in some form or fashion. Yeah. So I do have a soft spot for Cleveland. I like to watch them. I do enjoy, you know, that organization, but I will not be confident at all. Even with the backup in Pittsburgh, I, I wait for Baker to turn it over. Uh, the running game last week didn't look great. Um, so I'm, I, I don't know, typical Cleveland, they're going to screw it up. Yeah. They need, yeah, they need to run the ball. I didn't understand their game plan last week where they had no receivers and yet he asked Baker to throw the ball 50 times. Like, how does that make any sense? Like uh, it's, it's run it's the ball. It's overthinking. It's like, yeah. uh, it's, it's trying to be a genius when you don't have to be. Exactly. Give the ball to Chubb and let him, you know, carve, carry. boom, yeah. gone. Like, yeah, Stefanski just wanted to be Sean McVay, I think. And Sean McVay's made himself look like an idiot a few times this year. So don't don't jump on that sinking ship. Um yeah, so Indy against Jacksonville. Win. Uh for Indy, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. It's funny, that's Jacksonville's only win this year. 
He's against Indy. Week one. Was it Gardner throwing it? Oh, yeah. Slinging it. Slinging it. Is Glennon Glennon starting starting this weekend, yeah. Oh, killed me last (laughs) weekend. I had a fan duel, and I I started Minshew, and I was like, he didn't even start. I'm like, oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I know. I think Indy will get the win. Phillip Rivers is signed a one-year deal. I think it might be his last year in the league, so get him to the playoffs. Uh, But I'm kind of with you. I think Miami will lose to Buffalo just playing in the cold to a – their defense is great. I think it's pretty good, but I, their best chance is to keep it close and try to hope for an off game from Josh Allen because if it gets out of hand, it doesn't matter when Fitzy comes in. It, it, it won't make a difference. Yeah, and when a team goes into a game hoping for the other team to mess up, to me it's that's tough. It, it's you're not in the same class. Do you no. know what I mean? So maybe yeah. you aren't ready for the playoffs, whereas I don't see Miami dominant saying, look, we're going to take this game over. We want the playoffs. We're going to go and we're going to run, you know, run the ball down their throats. I don't yeah. see Miami at all having the capability to do that. So I, I think it's going to be a, a nice little run by Miami, mm-hmm. but they have a lot of decisions to make. I think moving forward. Yeah, it's quite a it's quite a scene though. If Tennessee, Miami, Baltimore, and Cleveland all win, just just say just they all win and Indy, that'd be five 11 and five teams, and one of them will miss the playoffs at 11 and five. That's pretty and then, spectacular. And then you shift to the NFC East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you shift to the NFC. Really, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. there's a lot of trash over there. Yeah, definitely. But, but no, it's, I would call Miami's out, and then you know the chips will fall. As I think, right? So, at that point, it would be uh, Baltimore fifth seed, Cleveland sixth seed, Indy with the final playoff spot. So it would be Buffalo, Indy, Pittsburgh. Uh, against Cleveland and uh, Tennessee against Baltimore, a rematch of last year's uh, last year's AFC divisional game. Those are all good matches. Yeah, that would be would be a nice playoff slate. Yes, yeah. So this year there'll be six wild card games on wild card weekend. So three Saturday, three Sunday. That's excellent. That's yeah. the more football, the better. Oh yeah, another yeah. another couch. <laughs> yeah. yeah get your christmas pajamas ready there yeah <laughs> so like you said switching to the nfc number one seed right now they're not locked in yet they need to win this week and uh punch their ticket is the 12 and 3 green bay packers they're playing against the bears who are desperate for a win the bears win they go to the playoffs um but do you think aaron Rodgers and co will clinch the number one seed in the nfc this is a tough I I know they're not locked in at first place, but they're locked in as a team. I mean, they're, they look phenomenal. Um, Rogers is throwing in the snow against the Titans. He was like, he was just smiling. He was laughing. Yeah. You know, this is easy. He just made them look uh, terrible. The bears, that, this is a game I've been struggling really. Cause I've always, I've never been a big Trubisky fan. I thought his career was over. He's going to come back out of nowhere. Um, for some reason, I don't know. I think maybe the Bears can pull it off, but yeah. I, I, I'm trying to convince myself of that more than anything. Right. Um, I like the Bears organization. Not a big fan of Trubisky, but it would be nice to see them, you know, get the win. I don't know if they can, but it's. I wouldn't wager the house on it, but yeah. I would certainly say, you know what? Why not? I've I've doubted Trubisky the last all year really, and he's continued to impress. But I think is only, I think the last time they, he's only one in five against the Packers, I think, lifetime. Yeah, he is. So, I don't know. What do you think? Where are you yeah, standing on that? I think Green Bay wins a close game. The Bears are good, still good defensively, and Trubisky's played good football over the last three, four weeks. Um, I think it's the, mo- it's the most important game of Trubisky's career, and I also think it's the most important game of Matt Nagy's career. Because I think if the Bears lose the game, Matt Nagy's fired on Monday and Trubisky won't be their quarterback next year because they already declined his fifth year option. So he'll be out. So it'll be wholesale changes in Chicago. They can still make the playoffs, even if they lose, if Arizona was to lose to the Rams, but I doubt that happens. So it's, it's interesting. It's interesting here. What, uh, what can happen, but it's a huge game for the Chicago bears franchise who haven't really, gotten close to any prosperity in a while yeah it's 
to me, it's, I think you're completely correct with Nagy being gone. I think Trubisky is probably gone. I would say for me, this is Trubisky's defining moment. This is his one game for millions of dollars. If he gets the win and let's say they win one round of the playoffs, the pressure to sign him is going to be much higher. Yeah. Uh, financially, he'll get much more. He won't he'll be getting starter money versus yep. maybe a, you know, a Mariota. Yep. And I mean, this is it. This is what he's worked up to. So in that sense, it's a really interesting game to watch solely for the Trubisky story. This is the one game that will define his career, I think. Um, and hopefully it would be nice to see the kid pull it out, you know, if you could do that. Yeah. But it will be wholesale changes. If they get the loss, I don't think he's coming back either. Um, and then, I mean, what do you do from there? Where do you go? But Yeah, it's a huge game. And we could say that about half the teams right now that are thinking of getting a quarterback upgrade. And there are a lot more bad quarterbacks in the NFL than there are good ones, in my opinion. Uh, and drafting, drafting them is coming with less and less success. So it's really, it's tough landscape right now. If you get a good quarterback, sign him for a while because you never know when you're going to get another one. Yep, for sure. Um, two seed right now is the New Orleans Saints. They finish against Carolina. They can clinch the numbers two seed with a win. Do you see them doing that against uh, Teddy Bridgewater and co? Uh, who's starting at QB? Are they? Drew. He's going to throw? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think I think they'll clinch. They're, again, a nice veteran team. Um, kind of know what's on the line. I think they should have no problem. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I think New Orleans will win, but I don't see. I think they might lose their first playoff game. I uh, Drew Brees looks beat up, and he looks over the hill. That game, that Christmas Day game, he threw two really terrible picks, uh, underthrow, and then just not seeing coverage. And I, he looks like he's scared out there too, which suck. Which is hard to watch because he, you know obviously he's going to protect himself. He's got the, the rib injury, but I just wish, I just wish um, it was a different circumstance for him. Cause I think the saints are a really good team, but I don't know if I, I don't see them having much success in the playoffs again this year, which I think will probably be his last, last year in the NFL. Do you think, do you think that was kind of rust maybe, and maybe not pre- preparation? I I'm, hope, think- I'm hoping so. Yeah. I don't, those guys like a Tom Brady and, you know, a Drew Brees, those guys are professionals. They prepare, they have their routine. You kind of maybe come back a little bit quicker. I don't know. I'm I'm not ready to count him out yet. I think definitely is, I mean, I think he'll have another year. Do you? Do you think no, he's done? I think he's done. Really? Yep. Jeez, I think there's I think he goes to NBC and has a cushy job there. But, I mean, they need, there's no quarterbacks. Who, you know, who are you going to get? Who's Chicago? He'd Fit in Chicago, you know, throw him there. Yeah. Well, the, he's under contract for another year in New Orleans, okay. Drew, but taste him. Yeah, he's looking good. Let him sling it. Yeah, I like him. Well, I, Jameis. Yeah, I'm see. I, we're, let's not get back on <laughs> Let's not beat that dead horse. Well, but uh, do you think they'll kind of have a similar thing with Miami? If, if they see that Drew doesn't have it in the first quarter, do you think they'll switch to taste him? You never know. I think that's tougher. I think that's tougher than Miami just because I think Sean has so much respect for Drew that I don't know if he'd do it just to show him up. You know, I I wouldn't put what I wouldn't put it past Sean Payton because he wants to win. Yep. But I think you'd have to, he'd have to be playing really bad to switch to Taysom. Okay. But I mean, he's looked good. He's looked, he's looked fine. Yeah. Yeah. He looked fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that should be something to watch, at least. You never know. Third seed right now is Seattle. They still have an outside chance of finishing one uh, with New Orleans losses and a Green Bay loss. They play San Fran. W- what do you think about Seattle? They've kind of had an up-and-down season where Russell Wilson's looked fantastic, and then during spurts he's looked terrible against losses to the Giants. And uh, how about Seattle? Are they a threat in the NFC? Well, Seattle to me is a team I can't figure out. Yeah. Like one week they look like, holy smokes, these guys are awesome. And then the next week you're like, what? They lost to the Giants? Yeah. So, again, they're well coached. They're veterans. Sometimes those teams, they just need the playoffs too. Seattle's the type of team that 
you know, the regular season, the goal is to get to the playoffs and that's when the season begins. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't count them out. I, I could see them winning the Super Bowl, but I could also see them having a first round exit. So really no clarity on my end from what they are, but it's a team that's I find hard to distinguish, you know, what you're going to see week to week. Yeah, no, I agree. I, they just, they're so inconsistent. Even Russell Wilson's been really inconsistent lately. Um, Metcalf is a great receiver, but he's kind of like the team. He has his weeks where he looks like Megatron and there's weeks where you're like, where's Waldo? Um, and their defense, the one thing I can say about them, their defense is starting to play really well. Uh, Jamal Adams, one of my favorite players in the NFL. He's just a little beast out there, just blowing people up, sacking, sacking the quarterback, telling Adam Gase to stick it for trading him. Uh, and, uh, so I think if their defense can keep playing, it gives them a chance against anybody. Cause I don't think there's a great team in the NFC, but, uh, they're definitely be interesting because like I agree with you that they're a playoff they're, they have that playoff mold of experience and knowing what it takes to win I would say they're they're gonna miss their home crowd too That's yeah for sure the Chiefs that that is a really huge asset um, probably more than any other sport how crowds influence the games so I know that that's something in the playoffs that they'll miss as well yeah sure. Um, and then the fourth seed in the NFC, and this is where it brings us to the NFC East or least. Uh, it's right now the six and nine Washington football team. They've just cut Dwayne Haskins. Alex Smith is up in the air. They might be without their top receiver, Terry McLaurin. They're without their top running back, Antonio Gibson. They play the Eagles on Sunday night football. But before they play the Eagles, the Giants play the Cowboys. And the winner of that game will win the winner of the giants and uh, Cowboys will win the division. If Washington cannot beat Philadelphia Sunday night. So who do you see winning the division? Well, I just love the fact that you said six and nine playoff team. Yeah. Serious face. <laughs> I know. It's very professional of you, Noah, to say yeah, that. I know. Eh? Again, it's, it's, Probably the it's the worst division in fifty years. Oh, it's so bad. Um, but it's probably the games of the week. Like well, this. I mean, Washington. We just mentioned six and nine, sixty nine. They play. Uh, they play Sunday night against the Eagles on prime time Sunday night football. Yeah. Like, like why the hell isn't it Green Bay and Chicago? <laughs> no, we got to put the football team in the Eagles. Like everybody can't look away from a car wreck. No, you, just can't, you can't help but watch. Yeah. I, my, my heart says Washington. Yeah. My heart says with Ron Rivera, with Alex Smith's story, minus, you know, the quarterback issue with Haskins. Mm-hmm. To me, I would love to see Washington get this position uh, solely for those two guys. Yeah. But Dallas is rolling. Like two yeah. weeks ago, I thought Philly was rolling. I said, okay, here, they're going to grab the division. Mm-hmm. They were on fire and they go into Dallas and they get hammered. So to me, Dalton looked kind of like Dalton six years ago you know yeah. in city. um it's in dallas is it not it is in uh the meadowlands no it's in new okay. york new york so i mean that might play danny dimes is beat up i mean he's gotten sacked 12 times in the last two weeks yeah like and i mean none of those teams give any but confidence either way to defend <laughs> or to, you know to be offensive and get the victory yeah the cowboys the playoffs if Jerry Jones gets into the playoffs with a six and nine record, man, he's going to have a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say, I want to say Washington. I think Dallas will get in. It's always nice to see Dallas in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I do. I must admit just so you can watch them get to, uh, to, to get, beat. but I would say, I would say Washington is going to struggle to get the win. They, pro- they might yeah. get the win, but if Dallas beats the giants, which I think will happen, it's pretty well a lock or no, if Washington wins, they're so in. Washington it's- wins, they're in. But yeah, if Washington loses, winner of Dallas, G Men are in. Wow, that is, it's such a disaster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, like Philly, like, okay, yeah, they can, can't beat Philly, but it's Washington. They probably can't beat Philly. Yeah, so this, is, this is how potentially it could fold. Washington loses, they're six and 10. If the Giants beat the Cowboys, they're six and 10. The Cowboys would be six and 10. And Giants make the playoffs at six and 10. So the Giants can see, oh, yeah, the Giants, it's only Philly that's out. Philly's out. Yeah. Okay. They're four, nine, and one. Wow. 
That's unbelievable. Yeah. So, yeah. The game of the week, it should be interesting. I'd love to see Washington, but I, I think the way Dallas is playing right now, I think they're going to probably get in. I'm not confident that Washington can beat with all the injuries Philly. And I'm yeah. not saying much about Philly either. They're not, they're nothing to call no. about. No, I, I did a podcast a few weeks ago with a friend and I, I'd written down every game in the division. So we could kind of read out who everybody was playing. And I'm like, Dallas is going to come back and win this division somehow. And I said, I said, oh, I don't really want to say it, but I have to, because that's what I think is going to happen. And they're going to win the division. They're going to beat the giants are beat to hell. And I agree with you. Alex Smith is comeback player of the decade um, of the century. I mean, the fact that he's playing professional football is, I think everybody can look up to that. It's kind of like Sarah Fuller playing, uh, kicking field goals at Vanderbilt. Every young woman can look towards her as a, as a goal one day. And um, I think if he plays, uh, if he doesn't play, I don't tight Taylor Heineke. Yeah. That's not good. I take the case of Heineken back there first. At least, <laughs> at least you get some fun out of that. Um, well, he, he did a lot better than Haskins did though. Yeah. But that's not saying much. No, I know, but he come in and he threw like two plays. He had more yards than yeah. <laughs> Haskins. So, I mean, you got to give him something. Yeah, I I still think Washington's the Eagles will want to play spoiler. I mean, they don't want the Cowboys to win the division either, but they'll want to finish the year off with a win. Jalen Hurts kind of the new maybe the new starter. So I think Dallas wins the division after beating the Giants on Sunday. And what a what an end to a crazy, crazy division. It's it, it has been fun to watch. It's yeah. it's so nice to have like Dallas and New York as in philly is the brunt of all jokes you yeah know? great i love it so usually they were the featured game of the week all year i was so sick of seeing giants games and philly games yeah so it's uh it's nice to see them take their lumps yeah <laughs> um fifth seed uh this team has clinched the playoff spot the 10 and 5 tampa bay buccaneers they were really they were in trouble and they beat minnesota in that game a few weeks ago and they've been riding high since Beating, uh, coming back against Atlanta, uh, dismantling your Detroit Lions and really uh, embarrassing them in that first half. Uh, Tampa Bay, to me, I they're they're my biggest threat to Green Bay, and they might be even slightly above Green Bay when it comes to winning the NFC. How do you see them? I agree. You can't, and again, it's the old saying, you can't count Tom Brady out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also like the fact too, that Tom is a cold weather quarterback. You yeah. know what I mean? If they're in Tampa, 10 and five, it's kind of like the Jared Goff effect. You, you put him in cold weather and I mean, it's game over. So I, I they're a threat. I think they're, they're a team like that with so many changes in one year, whether it's from coaching and how you're going to run your offense and defense and, you know, wide receivers and making that, kind of getting that chemistry i think they've finally they're starting you're starting to see that it's starting to come together what a time to come together rolling into the playoffs mm-hmm. yeah i do think that they're going to be a threat um and i think they'll they'll go a couple of well i think they have the possibility or chance to go deep in the playoffs um i don't know if it was a couple weeks ago somebody said did they play kc this year didn't they yeah they lost by three and i weeks ago. Tom said, see in the Super Bowl or something like that. I don't know mm-hmm. if that was true or not, but I'm sure it was. Yeah, I'm sure it was. So, or did he diss him that game? Was that the game that, uh, no, he didn't shake. He didn't shake Goff's hand. Okay. It was Goff. Okay. He didn't shake after the game. He didn't go shake Goff's hand. I think he did go shake Mahomes. So okay. he had so, enough uh, respect for him, I guess. Yeah. Well, we can talk about Goff after. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We will. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think Tampa's, they're interesting. They're certainly interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost in the first round, but I'd also wouldn't be surprised if they're in the Super Bowl. So they're just such a wild card. Yeah. What I like is to finish their season, they're playing well, which bodes well for them going forward. Um, they're hitting their stride at the right time. And Tom Brady looks great. Um, I don't think you can rely on him being your best player game in, game out anymore. But um if he if you can play good complimentary football run the ball and they got a defense that can sack the quarterback they have a chance anytime they take the field you mentioned jared goff so let's go to the rams they're in the sixth seed 
nine and six. They haven't clinched a playoff spot yet, but they're likely to make it. But Jared Goff is out this week. Uh, not, not available. He'll be, uh, he'll be replaced by John Walford and uh, Cooper cup is also out for, for the Rams. He's uh, tested positive for COVID. So he won't be available, but um, Walford, just a little info on him. He hasn't taken a start in the, uh, in the NFL. Uh, he, he uh, hasn't taken a snap, hasn't made a start, played at Wake Forest. And he, uh, he could be a prop, could be a good thing, could be a bad thing for, for the Rams. But any thoughts on Jared Goff, Adam? Oh, I guess we've lost Adam here. Lost Matt uh, earlier today too, so a little uh, internet issue. But um, the Rams, to me, are a team that just can't find themselves. They, Jared Goff is inconsistent. He doesn't play great football. And he's a guy that just doesn't play great when you need him to. And he makes a lot of mistakes. Uh, and he's broken his thumb. He had surgery. And obviously, they'd be better off with um, with Jared Goff. But um, I think Walford, they're likely not going to win this week. They play uh, Arizona. So it's a big game for them. I think, I think we'll see Arizona – take that win, but, um, we'll see how that plays out. Obviously. Um, finally the seventh seed, we got Chicago against green Bay and Chicago. We mentioned it earlier. I don't think they'll win the game. Um, and I don't know if I don't think Chicago will win, but I don't think Chicago win. I think Arizona who's on the outside looking in will win. So that will likely push Arizona to the they'll they'll beat the Rams they'll improve to nine and seven, Rams will drop to nine and seven and Arizona, uh, Chicago will finish eight and eight just a game outside the playoffs. So using that metric, we got one seed Green Bay bye. So I think it'll be New Orleans against uh, the Rams and Seattle against Arizona and uh, Dallas against Tampa Bay for the NFC playoffs. So a lot to be decided, but um, it's, it's certainly going to be an interesting weekend, a lot of great matchups and a lot to look out for. Uh, obviously a lot more coming here onto the point. Uh, we'll be talking about the weekend um, on Monday, uh, breaking down what, what, what goes on in the league. Um, We'll also be talking about the World Juniors at that point. It's uh, the quarterfinals will be Saturday, so we'll be talking NFL on Monday. Um, just have a. I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, have a safe and happy New Year, and just uh, for everybody supporting me thus far, I really appreciate it. I'm going to be doing a lot of content coming up in the New Year. Um, plan on getting a better background, upgrading a few things on my end, so that the uh, the listening experience is better for all of you. So um, from everybody here to the point, uh, happy new year, stay safe, and we'll talk soon.